Street Level America, I'm Dave Adams. The Founding Fathers, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, swore that they were going to fight for freedom and pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their honor to fight for America. Worthy cause, don't you think? Look what, uh, look what has happened. The United States of America, arguably the biggest defender, the bastion of liberty and freedom for generations in the world. What's going on in America today? Donald Trump, faced with a fine of $355 million, not able to steer his own organization in New York, for three years. His sons also cannot run the organization for two years. The organization faced with $355 million fine. He's going to appeal, of course. But with interest, conceivably, that could go up to $450 million. The Democrats are just assailing him with indictments and all kinds of legal proceedings, trying to hamstring him and suck the finances dry from Donald Trump so he cannot run for president. Donald Trump is undoubtedly the leading contender for the Republican nomination for president. He's the only American president in history to be indicted, arguably a political indictment. I don't think it's a stretch, and I don't think it's being overly dramatic to say that Donald Trump doesn't have to fight this battle. He could he could have just have bowed out continue to make his fortunes and basically say, good luck, America. I'm just going to go make my money. You've, you've kind of made your own bed lay in it. He doesn't have to fight this battle, but he is. He's engaged and he's putting everything on the line. Let's take a look at some of the... Now, I know you hate Donald Trump or maybe some people listen to this hate Donald Trump, but just look at the facts. Don't be like a news director I used to work for where the joke in the newsroom was don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. In other words, you come preconceived with their notion of what the story is before you even look at the facts. There's a lot of news people that do that. I used to work for some. Thankfully, I replaced one in a news director position in Bend, Oregon. And I'm proud to have done that. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Don't run your newsroom that way. Don't run your country that way. So let's look at some of the facts. There is an allegation that Donald Trump inflated the value of Mar-a-Lago. Judge Engron in New York valued it, uh, Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. There are bare lots in Florida, not far from Mar-a-Lago, that are worth much more than $18 million, and they're bare pieces of ground. There are some estimates that Mar-a-Lago is worth a billion dollars. The banks who were allegedly defrauded because Donald Trump inflated the value of his assets in getting loans in New York, they're not complaining. They like doing business with Trump because they made a lot of money on the interest payments on the loans. And the Trump organization repaid those loans. So this is a crime with no victim. It was politically motivated because they were, they were searching for a crime to fit the man. 
because they wanted to take Donald Trump out. The banks weren't complaining. They made lots of money. They wanted to continue to make money. But they can't because the, Fed, the, the, the state government of New York has stepped in the way. Now, what is this going to It's going to be interesting to see what this has done to the investment climate in New York. Are conservative businesses going to want to invest in New York? Looking what happened to Donald Trump? Well, if we, if we run afoul of the liberal narrative in New York, we could <laughs> conceivably, if we make the wrong people mad, lose our businesses because the some liberal left-leaning judge in New York is going to step in and basically shut us down, which is kind of what they've done to the Trump Organization. Conceivably, if the Trump Organization does not win on appeal, conceivably, hopefully it doesn't happen, but it could go into default, bankruptcy, if, if all of a sudden, on appeal, Trump continues to lose and has to pay off these fines and has to fund this campaign for president. That's why he's selling gold sneakers. It's not so he can sneak off to SneakerCon and make lots of money. He needs money because there's this big sucking sound called the liberal uh, lawfare that is trying to suck him dry, trying to suck his energy, trying to suck his money, and then just a piranha trying to drag him down. Because what they're afraid of is that the American public is going to vote him back in office in 2024. Now, what the liberal left-leaning lunatics fail to realize is that the more they indict Donald Trump, the more they attack him, the more that Americans are seeing this for what it is, which is a political witch hunt. And Donald Trump, uh, (laughs) one thing you'll say about Donald Trump is he is stubborn. And he is in a fight for his political and financial life right now. He's laid it all on the line, much like the founding fathers of this country. They, They pledged their lives, their sacred fortunes, and their honor for the start of this upstart country called America. And now I'm thinking Donald Trump is doing kind of the same thing, only 247 years later. And you could say, oh, I'm being overly dramatic. He's not one of the founding fathers. He has an empire, arguably a big empire, and he's laying it all on the line. He doesn't have to do this. He wants to do things like close the border. Have you seen some of the pictures at the border, the, the southern border? There are people streaming across the border in the openings of the gate and the wall with the holes in it, just person after person after person after person. There's people from Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, uh, China, lots of people from China coming across the border, millions of people coming into America. And the cities are begging the Biden administration to do something about it because they can't handle the influx. And the Biden administration is asleep at the switch. They don't care. They just want more Democratic voters into America. Cities, you figure it out. Close schools, close hotels, find places to put these people because hopefully the Biden administration is hoping they'll turn into Democratic voters because they want to keep conservative Republicans out of office. Because they are a threat to democracy. So let's, let's look at the real threat to democracy. It's the Biden administration. It's left-leaning lunatics. Let's take a look at, for example, this impeachment articles against Alejandro Mayorkas. Mark Levin made a great case tonight 
I usually agree with Mark Levin. He's very knowledgeable, very well-spoken, and I think he makes a good cause. And tonight, Sunday night show, he went article by article through the impeachment articles against Alejandro Mayorkas. Alejandro Mayorkas, if you just look at the impeachment articles and then compare that with U.S. law, Alejandro Mayorkas was giving directive to his agents to not obey U.S. law. For example, do not deport anyone who is simply in the country illegally. If they are in the country with an illegal immigration status, that's not grounds to deport them. That's against U.S. law. That's against federal law. So Alejandro Mayorkas is writing his own law. The the edict from the idiot is, that's law, I don't care. It's the Mayorkas law now. So there are some rhino Republicans and some left-leaning lunatics who are saying, oh, we can't impeach Alejandro Mayorkas because it's just going to be the first one and we're going to be opening a Pandora's box and whenever we don't like a cabinet official, we'll just impeach them in the future. Because it's, it's an issue over policies. It's a disagreement over policies. No, it's not. Alejandro Mayorkas, I believe, Mark Levin agree, agrees, and many other Republican congressmen in the House of Representatives agree, Alejandro Mayorkas is guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors. Why? Because he is violating his, his oath of office. He is violating federal law. He is telling his agents, for one example... Don't deport people who are here illegally. That's why you're supposed to deport people. Being in the country illegally, according to U.S. law, which they are failing to obey and enforce, is a reason to deport people from America. But according to the Biden administration, according to Alejandro Mayorkas, that's not a reason to deport people. Don't deport people because of that. He is violating U.S. law. He is violating U.S. law. Can I say that again? Alejandro Mayorkas is violating U.S. law. There's several other impeachment articles in the articles of impeachment against Mayorkas that, and Levin did a good job of going through them case by case by case by case and comparing them to the um, uh, statutes in federal law. They are direct violations. And then you look at the video at the southern border. Lines and lines and lines of people streaming across the border. You listen to governors and mayors and border communities begging the federal government to do something other than to turn the border patrol into an Uber service. And you're saying, oh well, they'll figure it out. I don't like Joe Biden. I'm sorry, I don't like Donald Trump. So... You know, I I still hate Donald Trump. How much do you hate Donald Trump? Do you hate Donald Trump to burn America down? Do you hate Donald Trump enough to allow terrorists to come across the border and set up camp and have another 9-11? Do you hate Donald Trump enough to allow a flood of illegal immigration to overcome and overflow America's cities? Well, at least Donald Trump's not in the White House. (laughs) How's that working for you, America? Not working too well. I think in 2024, there is going to be a landslide for Donald Trump. There is going to be a new red wave called the Crimson... I call it the Crimson Tide. 
because Americans are stepping back and looking at what's going on and saying, I may not like Donald Trump, but I sure don't like what's going on right now. Businesses in New York City, especially conservative businesses, are going to look around and say, you know what? I think we should go to Texas or Florida or Tennessee or Kentucky or some other place other than New York. A lot of people going to Texas. Some ministries that I know of are going from California to Texas because in the words of one minister, who I'm not going to quote, saying it's crazy in California. We can't stay here. And this is a ministry who wants to reach people with the, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You would think they would want to be there, but they say, we can't stay here. It's too crazy. And they left. And others have left California. And others are going to start leaving New York. Remember the movie Escape from New York with Kurt Russell being Snake Plissken? New York had become so overgrown with graft and corruption and crime, they basically put a fence around New York and turned it into a prison, and they just put pe- took people to the city limits of New York, opened the gates, and threw them in, and that was the prison. The city of New York was the prison. Is that movie prophetic? Are we going to see New York turn into Escape from New York? At the rate we're headed, could happen. Because what you're going to see is you're going to see businesses that make money, like the Trump business, are going to look around and say, you know what? I don't think the climate is good here because of crime, because of government regulation, because of interference by the court systems, because of the left-leaning lunatics policies of of cashless bail and uh, no consequences for bad actions. And just this welfare state in New York where uh, companies that make money are just being sucked dry by this parasite of government taxation. Eventually what happens in in social government, what happens is socialism implodes when you run out of other people's money. You're going to find that in these left-leaning lunatic cities like New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles. The businesses that are making money will leave. Because they're tired of paying everybody else's bills. So they're going to go to states like Texas. They're going to go to states like Florida. Like Tennessee, for three examples. Where they get to keep some of their money. And they get to invest it in their their companies. And they get to grow their companies. And those governments, those state governments, will reward them for that. Because they want more jobs. So what you're going to see is you're going to see states like California, New York, Oregon, Washington State continue to degrade. And one day they're going to look around and say, oh, crap, what do we do now? Because the only people left there to tax will be the criminals. They don't usually pay their taxes. But the good law-abiding citizens will leave. And they'll take their jobs and their money and their companies with them. And the the big skylines in New York, remember Frank Sinatra's New York song? That's going to be ancient history. Because you'll see escape from New York. And for those people unlucky enough to be stuck there, they're going to have to deal with Gotham City. And I don't think I'm being overly dramatic here. I think I'm being realistic. 
So what we as conservatives Americans have to do is exactly the same as Donald Trump is doing. Stick to your guns. Fight. Use the court system and fight against them. These policies of cashless bail, look what happened in Minnesota today, this Sunday morning. Two police officers and a paramedic were killed because of a barricaded suspect. Officers Paul M. Strand and Matthew Rouge and firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth were trying to save some children who were barricaded in this home with the suspect who was eventually killed. I don't know if he killed himself or police killed him. But three public servants of Minnesota were killed. How many more cops are going to have to die before we start honoring and protecting and defending police officers? Do you want a free America? Do you want to move in safety from home to business, from home to work, and back to home again at night in relative safety? If you want that, you have to have law and order. Oh, I don't like police. I think we should defund police. Do you want law and order? You will not be a free country if you do not have law and order. You can be free, but if you're barricaded in your home because of all the crime outside, are you really free? No, you're not. You've got to support police. You've got to support first responders. We have got to start holding people accountable for bad actions. If you want more crime, incentivize crime. You do that by not holding people who commit crimes accountable for their actions. You do that with these Soros-funded, idiotic DAs and prosecuting attorneys who have turned into uh, defense attorneys and basically just open the doors and say the prisons are just a money-making machine and it's just wrong and we're just going to open the doors and let these people out. These people are in prison for a reason. They've committed crimes. It's like giving an arsonist a book of matches. They're going to go out with a hammer and they're going to beat up and and murder jewelry store owners and and, and cellular phone employees and whatever. And you're going to start seeing businesses shut down. And you're going to start seeing retail commerce shrink in America. And you're going to start seeing commerce go online. And people buy things online. And then, then the next target of the criminal actions are going to be delivery drivers. Because that's where the goods are going to be. Because all the retail establishments shut down. This is, what Amer- this is where America is headed. Do you want to continue on this trajectory? I don't think you do. You're going to have to get over this Donald Trump derangement syndrome. Say, oh, I don't care. I don't care. The ends justify the means. I just don't like Donald Trump, so they can do whatever they want. I just don't want him. I just don't like his mean tweets. I just don't like him when he attacks people. Do you like the highest inflation rate in history? Do you like the... Um, the world on the verge of war. Do you like hostile nation states not respecting America? Do you like hostile nation states taking pot shots at American troops overseas in the Middle East and the U.S. not responding? Do you like America not being respected overseas by our allies and our foes? Do you like a supply chain we can't uh, depend on? Do you like airplanes that bump into each other and fall out of the sky? Do you like a leaderless federal government? It took Biden a year to go to East Palestine, Ohio. 
This is not the man that we want to lead America. And we have politicians like Nikki Haley, to some extent Donald Trump, just sitting here arguing about the deck chairs on the Titanic. Oh, the other... And we're seeing negative political campaigns. We are seeing campaigns, don't vote for the other guy because he's worse than I am. Don't vote to them and don't for the... I don't want to hear that anymore. I want to hear what you're going to do for America. This is a problem in America today. We need leaders. We need men and women who will say, enough of this crap. We're going to fix this and here's how we do it. Quit telling us how bad the other guy is. Quit telling us about Donald Trump and all his mean tweets and all his indictments and all this. uh, You know, he just goes off unhinged like Nikki Haley says. Donald Trump quit talking about Nikki Haley. And to a great extent, the last time I heard Donald Trump talk, he didn't talk about Nikki Haley. Yeah, he talked about the efforts against him. America wants to know what you're going to do to save America. Donald Trump ran on the platform of Make America Great Again. Donald, what are you going to do to make America great again? And he's already told us that to some extent. He's a businessman. He wants to run America like a business. Example, he wants to make, and Germany kind of caved in on this, knowing that Donald Trump could very likely be the president in 2024. He wants other NATO members to pay more for NATO. Donald Trump is, is tired of America paying everyone's bills because he wants to run America like a business. And we need to listen to that. I don't care if you hate Donald Trump. We have got to start running this country like a business. Joe Biden is a tax and spend idiot. His answer to fighting the war in Ukraine is just keep throwing dollar bills at it, keep throwing missiles at it, funded by your tax dollars, and eventually we'll win. That same philosophy did not win in Vietnam, remember? We just kept throwing blood and our treasure at it and our men and our women and planes and bombs, and we did not win in Southeast Asia. We cannot get mired in that same fiasco in Ukraine. What could happen is if we should deplete all of our munitions fighting this proxy war in Ukraine, we won't have enough ammunition to fight a war against China. Or when, if America goes to war, we're going to run out of bullets because we shot them all at Ukraine. We need a commander-in-chief with a plan. Joe Biden doesn't have a plan. Joe Biden is just busy telling you that Donald Trump is a bad guy. uh, Joe Biden is busy telling you that his investment plan for America is working. No, it's not. Talk to Americans who are trying to figure out how to go from paycheck to paycheck. So, So, Joe, you want all Americans to turn to electric vehicles by when? And exactly how are we going to do that? How are we going to afford to do that? Where are we going to get the batteries? How are we going to charge the cars? What about the cold weather? Electrical vehicles do not work well in cold weather. They just die. As will the country do if you turn everything into electric vehicles. Remember the stupid idea of we'll just make America's fighting force electric. That was a big reason why Rommel lost in Africa. He ran out of gas. If you don't have the energy to fight a war, you won't win a war. 
our tanks will be stuck on the battlefield because <laughs> they may catch on fire just because of the batteries, let alone the bullets and bombs being thrown at them. But the, they won't have a charging station out there in the battlefield. The electric motorized technology is not yet where it needs to be. We still need to result. We still need to rely to a big result. We still need to rely to a big part of what we do on the internal combustion engine. We have to. I've said in earlier podcasts, we could sacrifice America at the altar of green energy. And then when China and Russia take over, they won't care about the economy or they won't care about the environment. So if you don't save America, the environment's going to die anyway, because when China and Russia take over, they don't give a damn about the environment. Look at their environmental plans. If you allow America to lose, you'll lose the environment because they'll take over and they'll torch your environmental green energy idea. Look at China. Look at Beijing. They don't care about the environment. If America loses, you will lose the environment. If you want to save the environment, you better save America. That's the facts. Just look at it. Look at a picture of Beijing. Look at a picture of the, of the industrial complex in China. Look at how dark the sky is. If they conquer the world, that's what your world will look like. This isn't fake news. I'm not making this up. Just look at the pictures. You want to save the environment? Save America. You want to save America? Don't reelect Joe Biden. His plans don't work. He doesn't have a plan. His plan is just to tell you how bad Donald Trump is. Well, I tell you what, with Donald Trump in the White House, we had energy at $1.97, $1.97 a gallon for gas in Tennessee. We weren't on the verge of World War III. He ran it like a business. Joe Biden is running it like a... Like a <laughs> Rabid teenager with an unlimited credit card. Your credit card. And he wants to spend... His way to win a war is just throw money at it. His way to solve a problem is just throw money at it. Eventually you'll throw enough money at it, the problem will go away. Except the problem is, is when you're throwing that much money at it, you eventually cause another problem called inflation. That's That's Joe Biden's plan, and he's doing it. How much is your dollar spending today? How much does it cost for insurance? How much does it cost for gas? How, how come Americans can't afford to buy homes? How come um, a lot of young families in America are deciding not to have kids because they can't afford them? How come families making $200,000 a year are deciding in America they can't afford to have kids? Really? You make $200,000 a year and you can't afford to have kids. Something's wrong with that picture. We have to start running this country like a business again. Hold your nose, vote for Donald Trump, because the guy you got in the White House right now thinks that solving problems is throwing money at them. Your money. 
There's a big furnace at the White House called the Money Furnace, and he is throwing your money into it and burning it as fast as he can. There's this big sucking sound in Washington, D.C., and it's sucking all of your money, and it's going into this bottomless black hole called the federal government, where they did with graft and corruption abound. They're giving uh, <clears throat> illegal aliens cell phones, $1,000 debit cards or $500 debit cards, or however big the debit cards are now, play, fly, flying them and busting them all over America and then expecting America's cities to uh, take them in. Because Biden is hoping someday they'll be Democrat voters. See, this, this man has no plan. He has no plan. What is your plan, Joe Biden, for the environment, for the economy? Joe, we can't, we cannot charge all the electric vehicles. If all the American vehicles turn electric by the year 2050 or 2030, we won't have the infrastructure to charge them. What about in the wintertime when all the electric vehicles stall because they can't run in the cold weather? Joe, you don't have a plan. You don't. And I'm tired of sending you all my money. And I'm tired of you not being able to even walk up the stairs. I'm tired of you not being able to make a declarative sentence. And I'm tired of us trying to pin the hopes of a future America on a man who can't even make a declarative sentence. I'm tired of pinning the hopes on America on a man who looks like he is an escapee from the nursing home. I'm tired of funding the world's most expensive retirement home at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. We need Donald Trump back in the White House. We need to close the southern border. We need a realistic energy policy. We need a realistic plan to incentivize businesses to put people back to work. We need a realistic plan to defend America. We need leadership that our friends can trust and our, our enemies fear. They need to think that if they attack American forces, we will light them on fire. That's how you prevent wars. We need to close the border. So much we need to do in America. And Joe Biden isn't getting it done. Street Level America. I'm Dave Adams, and that's what I think.